0: there. Welcome back to the one where it's possible podcast with Hannah Crowley. I'm Hannah Crowley. And here we are at episode number six. And this is going to be about doing the things you said you would do. Uh, before we really dive in, I just want to ask, how's it going? How are things going? Are you still feeling strong and motivated in your new year commitments? If you're not, this is totally going to be an episode for you, okay? So doing the things you said you were going to do. I'm talking about the things you said to yourself you were going to do, not necessarily the things you say to other people. Sometimes I think it's easier to do the things for other people that we said we were going to do, knowing you might let them down, right? We don't really consider, though, how we are letting ourselves down in the same way, like when we say we're going to do something for ourselves, and we don't. And this really could be possibly one of the most undervalued and underutilized <laughs> skills out there. Without probably even being aware of it, it's actually communicating what kind of person you are to yourself and how you were treating yourself. I could also be communicating to other people. Um, so what is your current habit with this? What is it saying about you? When you say you'll do something, do you mean it? Are you doing it? It seems such like, maybe it seems like such a little thing, but it's actually kind of a really big deal. <laughs> Can you imagine Making all these promises to someone that you care deeply about and then just not do them. How does that play out in that relationship? If you're doing this to yourself in small ways, you're definitely doing it to yourself in bigger ways, but it's probably easier to notice how you might be doing it in the bigger ways and not so obvious in the smaller ways. But these small ways really do matter. So I want to give you a couple of examples of some smaller ways you could be saying you're going to do something, and then you don't do it. Um, like you say you're going to get up early and then you don't, or that you're going to start working out a couple times a week and then you don't. How about I'm not going to have any of the bread basket at dinner and then you have some, or I'm only going to have one glass of wine with my girlfriends tonight and then you end up having three. It could be even promising you're going to get out all the laundry done and then you don't. Or keep telling yourself that you'll set that appointment up later and then you don't. (laughs) These are just some small ways that you could be doing that, but that you're not really, they seem insignificant. They don't seem like such a big deal, right? But they really are. (laughs) And it's interesting. I will have some clients come to me And tell me how their husbands uh, don't support them, like in their weight loss journeys. Or, you know, like they announce that they're going to start eating healthier and they told everyone and then the husband brings home donuts (laughs) or, you know, like they feel like they're constantly being sabotaged by their, the people around them. And I think it's interesting how we want to blame other people, but it's actually not their fault. If this is the pattern that we've established, like we say we're going to do something and then we end up not doing it or we say we're going to eat healthy and then we don't eat healthy, we're going to stop eating sugar and then we go eat sugar. Like this is the pattern we've established. This is what we're showing other people. So how do other people know what you're serious about if you don't even take your own promises serious? Like if you say something and you don't do it, how are other people supposed to know, right? So some reasons we might not keep promises would be procrastination, <laughs> putting things off until later and then never getting around to them, right? This was something, this was the thing for me. <laughs> I used to tell myself all the time, I'll do it later. Um, I actually have a rule now, do it now. And I say, do it now all the time if it's only going to take one to two minutes i just do it now if it's something that's going to take a little longer um then i will schedule it in on my calendar and i probably won't feel like doing it (laughs) when it comes up um but i do it anyways because i scheduled it there and i got to keep that promise to myself um there are things you even like doing that you will not feel like doing so you just have to remember to do it anyways <laughs> especially when it's something that you do truly want to do in the long term you just maybe don't feel like doing it in the moment right Um procrastination is also one of the reasons personally I like to work out first thing in the morning the best time to work out is when you'll do it for me that is in the morning because I know if I procrastinate it to later It's just way harder for me to do it. Um, I'm at a place now that it's like gonna happen, but it just takes so much more intention and discipline and effort than if I just do it in the morning. So um, another reason you might not be keeping promises to yourself is a lack of focus or distraction. With our daily lives getting busier by the day, it becomes increasingly easy to get caught up in destruction that takes us away from what we want to achieve, causing us to forget or dismiss our promises to ourselves. Like just get caught up in the the busyness um, and go with the flow, you know, go with what's happening. Um, so that can be one of the reasons we don't keep the promises to ourselves. Another reason could be fear of failure, being too scared to try something new or not putting in enough effort to succeed. Like, can you be willing to, you know to fail can you be willing to feel comfortable to do the thing and sometimes sometimes that's scary another reason is perfectionism being unable to start or finish a task because it's not being done perfectly you already know i've told you in a few other episodes this is something for me but let this be example that you can't overcome it. Um, lack of planning is another reason. So not setting clear goals or not having a plan in place to achieve them. It's easy to get sidetracked or overwhelmed when you don't have a plan. And like when you set a big outcome goal, but you don't break them down into small daily actions and tasks, it's really hard for our brain to know what to do. Like a brain just doesn't know what to do. This is something I see happen a lot. Um, and people get really hard on themselves for not achieving the thing they said they wanted to do. But they never actually broke down the thing down into steps. <laughs> like it's so hard to achieve something you want if you don't have some clear steps taken. And you don't have to see the whole staircase, right? <laughs> you just need a, another, a step in front of you. But if you don't define that, it's really hard to, to know what to do. Um, Another reason could be self-doubt. It's easy to doubt oneself and not believe that we have the ability to keep our promises to ourselves, especially if we're trying to change a long-standing habit or overcome a personal challenge, right? Uh, Self-sabotage is another reason. And that's engaging in behaviors that are detrimental to achieving one's goal. Another one is making unrealistic promises, right? So if we make promises that are not realistic or attainable, it's less likely that we'll be able to keep them. This can set us up for failure and make it difficult to stay motivated. We often overestimate what we can do in a day and underestimate what we can do in a year or three months. So making like I I think of the example of like somebody that wants to start working out and eating healthier and they say, I'm gonna work out seven days a week, two times a day, and I'm you know, just gonna stop eating sugar and I'm gonna eat perfectly on my diet. Like that's a very unrealistic expectation if you're going from zero. (laughs) Like you're like not working out at all to two hours a day. Probably not very realistic. Um so it's really important to keep in mind that it is common for people to struggle with keeping promises to themselves. Everyone's situation obstacles are unique, right? Understanding why we struggle to keep our promises to ourselves can help in overcoming them. So, the awareness piece, like awareness is the first step in like understanding, always having compassion I mean, you want to hold off on the judgment when you're trying to understand. It's not often about having enough willpower. It's rather discipline and mindset. There really are external factors that do interfere. I think it's important to give yourself grace, especially if you tried and it just didn't happen. Maybe something out of your control got in the way. So, what I really want you to be mindful of is when you're promising yourself you're gonna do something, but you don't do it because you don't feel like it or you've just ignored it completely. Like, this is where I think it it matters, like when you're just kind of disregarding it, not necessarily like, I really freaking tried. I did everything that, you know, I could to make it happen and it didn't happen. That's not the same thing, okay? Um think about this. If someone else, like your spouse or your best friend did this to you, I know I already said this in the beginning, but like what if they told you they'd do something over and over and then continuously didn't do what they promised? How would you react? How would you feel? You would probably stop believing them, right? This is the same This is the same for yourself. And so you really want to develop this skill and it is a skill and the more you practice it the better at you the better at it you get (laughs) we get better at what we practice (laughs) i always say that um the promises you make to yourself can have a significant impact on your overall well-being and happiness they can also help you achieve your goals and create positive habits keeping your promises to yourself can help create self-trust by building your self-confidence in your ability to follow through on what you say you'll do. When you make a promise to yourself and you successfully follow through on it, you're sending a message to yourself that you are capable of achieving your goals and that you can rely on yourself to do what you say you're going to do, to figure it out. This can lead to an increase in self-esteem and self worth and make you feel more in control of your life. In addition, when you keep your promises to yourself, you are creating a better relationship with yourself by showing yourself that you care about your own well being and happiness. You're committed to making positive changes in your life. You're also sending a message to yourself that you're worthy of respect and trust. And that you're capable of making these changes, which can ripple out into all your other relationships. This is why they say the most important relationship you have is with yourself. By keeping your promises to yourself, you are learning to be consistent and dependable to yourself. And in the long run, that creates a healthy habit, which is a cornerstone for self-trust, self-reliance and self-love. So think about this. When you make a promise or commitment, that is something you want to do for your future, right? Um, when I want to start eating healthy and exercising, that's something I want to do for my future self, right? So when you make that promise or commitment, that's something you're doing for, it's a gift for your future. Following through on what you said you were going to do is honoring your past self, the, the version, like the you that made that promise to begin with. When you follow through, you honor that person who made that commitment. And as you're doing, it, it's also building trust in your present self. You're hitting all three, <laughs> your future self, your past self, your present self. So I also just wanna mention here that everyone makes mistakes it's natural to slip up and not keep a promise to ourselves every once in a while. The key is to not get discouraged, though, when it happens. To learn from our mistakes and keep trying. Consistency really is key. It's not about perfection. So you, even if you make a mistake, you keep going. I like to look at it like um, we're on the both sides in a relationship. So how do you want to treat yourself? But also, how do you want to be treated? Does that make sense? So everyone makes mistakes. Can you give yourself the grace and forgiveness? Like, how do you want to treat yourself? You want to show up for yourself. You want to make promises and follow through. But also, if you make a mistake, how do you want to be treated? You know, compassion probably forgiveness, especially if it wasn't like a malicious thing. Right. So I like to think of it like that. We're like the on both sides of the relationship. (laughs) We're the giver and the taker. Okay. Um, So one of the first steps to start keeping your promises to yourself is to really decide that's the kind of person you want to be. I just want to decide that I'm somebody that does what she says she's going to do. You then can identify what your promises are. You know, take some time to think about the things you've promised yourself in the past, whether it be to exercise more, eat healthier, or spend more time with loved ones, and come up with some of the reasons it didn't happen. When we're trying to develop this skill, focusing on the small things, those really are what make up the bigger things. If you master the small ones, you'll definitely be on your way to mastering the bigger ones. One way I actually help my one-on-one clients um, in developing this skill is I suggest creating a daily food protocol, like a daily food plan ahead of time. Not like a week. I know you've heard that, you know, plan your week ahead and then move fit. Food prep, (laughs) all that stuff. I'm not talking about a week ahead of time. We do 24 hours or, you know, even that the morning of. When I sit down to do my own food protocol, I like to get into like, let me see if I can explain this, but like the version of me, I like to visualize where I want to go, how that's feeling, and kind of get into that higher version. Of myself as I'm creating that plan. I like that's the place I like to with my future in mind. So you sit down and create a food protocol from the place of keeping your future self and your goals and what you want to achieve in mind. And you don't create it from a place of like maybe how you're feeling in that moment if it's like bad about yourself. Does that, I hope hope that makes sense. So I have my clients create a food protocol daily. They're going to write down what they want to eat with their future in mind, with their goals in mind, the things like, how do you want to feel? Okay, you're going to eat toward, for that. Maybe that's not how you feel in the moment, but like, how, what's the result you want? And that's how you're going to plan your day. And then as you get in your day, you, fo- you, you follow through. You honor the version of you that created that plan. That was keeping your future self in mind. Um, because things come up when you create a food plan. Things come up, you get into your day and maybe you don't feel like eating the thing that you had planned that morning or the night before. You do it anyways because you said you would. You see how this can help you develop the skill. Um, I think it's really good for helping like (laughs) separate your emotions from like eating because now you're not going to be eating based off of your emotions. You, you created the plan. Now you're going to actually eat when you're hungry. Um, anyways, I don't, uh, hopefully that makes sense, but that's one way I help my clients, um, develop this skill. And you can do that with how you said you're going to eat, plan ahead, decide ahead of time what you're going to do. And then you follow through. Um another thing that I have done to kind of develop this skill and that you can do that's like starting small is to say you're going to make your bed every day. This is one way I did it. I, I I did this when I was doing 75 hard. Actually, I think it was the the phase 1 like after you do your initial 75 hard. And I don't I'm assuming you you've heard of 75 hard, so I'm not going to really explain it, but it's like this challenge. But one of the things was to do certain skill, like do certain things, tasks every day and you do them every day for the duration of the time. And one of them was making my bed and I made that bed every single day. And ever since then, I've still made my bed every single day. But that can really help you. Like I said, I'm gonna make my bed and I made it. Like that can really help you develop the skill of keeping promises to yourself. Another one I did in a challenge it's like I did, um, I wanted to c- clear my bathroom counter off uh, after every time I got ready. <laughs> it's, it was so, it like gets quick. Like if you don't put your stuff away right away, like it starts to add up, right? And I kind of would use my counter as a catch-all and I just would like, oh, I'll, I'll put that away later. Um, and like I already said, procrast- procrastination, like... Doing it late, saying you're going to do it later doesn't always mean you're going to do it later. So that's where I developed that, or that that's where I started saying, just do it now. <laughs> it's gonna, it literally takes two seconds to put everything away. I just used, but also creates so much peace <laughs> when I walk in that bathroom and the counter's clean. I don't have to constantly think about like, oh, I, I need to do that, I need to do that. But it's also developing that skill of keeping your promises to yourself. Those little skills matter. Okay. So you got to know how important this is. So hopefully I'm, I'm delivering that and that you can see this. If you can start developing the skill, it's not even a question of whether you will be able to achieve your goals. You are going to develop so much self-confidence, discipline, and belief in yourself. And look, there might come a time when you when what you said you do is no longer what you want to do i think this is important too like you said you wanted to do something and then there comes a point where it changes you are allowed to change your mind um and and quit like i think that's important to know like you can not do it but you just want to be honest with yourself about your reasons that you're deciding to do something different, that you're not going to continue to follow through on what you said you were going to do. You have to be honest with your reasons. Do you like those reasons? This is another really important thing. <laughs> like, do you like your reasons why? I think it's okay to quit something or to go a different route. You have to like your reasons. You have to be clear with yourself. You don't want to quit or not follow through on something out of a, like, a lack or because... You know, you think the grass is greener or it's better over there or like this is just too hard. That kind of those kind of reasons. I'm like, I don't know. Do you like those reasons? <laughs> the reasons can really be valid and good. But bottom line, you are worth keeping your promises to yourself. And even if you don't fully believe that yet, just keep. Keep sticking with me here, (laughs) because I'm gonna help you believe it. You're worth it. You are worth keeping your promise to yourself. Okay, so let's go. Let's go. Um, decide today if that's the kind of person you want to be. And then I would suggest just picking something small. What is something that you keep saying that you're gonna do and then you don't do? Drink more water. Walk for ten minutes a day. You know, like be realistic start where you're at. Don't like over, <laughs> uh, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for, but like overestimate what you really can do. Like get so unrealistic and, and go hard, like start small Um, and let's go. Let's go. Okay. That is what I have for you on today's episode. Thank you so much for being here with me. Like, I know your time is valuable and you took your some of your time to tune in here and I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate that. If you found this episode helpful and you would like to share it with a friend, that would be amazing. Come to Instagram and let me know what you thought. You could also hit follow and even leave a review. I would also appreciate that. And and let me know, what more would you like to hear on this uh, podcast? And then I'm going to leave you with my Hannah's Rules for Living tip of the week. And that is to make it fun. Make it fun. There are some things that we just have to do that can be a little mundane, a little repetitive, a little boring, right? It's always an option to find a way to make it fun and if it's fun you're more likely to repeat it so that is one of my rules for living is make it fun especially where it's not typically fun or if it is one of those repetitive mundane things that we have to do. I tell this to my kids all the time when they want to go then they're like my middle son going to like baseball workouts or practice it's hard um he feels like he's gonna be miserable <laughs> you know and i tell him all the time you get to make that fun like find a way to make it fun find a like find the things that you do enjoy about it and and try to focus more on those because if you think that it's gonna be miserable you think that you're gonna hate it little time you think that you're it's gonna be so boring and horrible that's probably what you're going to that's what what's gonna happen that's gonna be true if that's how you think it's gonna go but you can focus on you know what is good about being there what you do like about it how can you find a way to enjoy it he doesn't really listen to me right now because you know he's 16 (laughs) but i tell him anyways (laughs) Um, You get to make it fun and where your energy, where your focus goes, energy flows. So make it fun and look for the positive, I guess. Look for the things that you do enjoy. Um, I personally, one of the things that I do for workouts is have good music. <laughs> and ever since I started working out, one of the things I used to say to my oldest when he was like two, he's so little and I would be like, One of the workouts I would do is called cardio party. (laughs) So I would always tell him, it's party time. It's time to party. And then we would do our workout. And that just made it fun. And then it had good music and it did, it felt like a party. (laughs) So anyways, that's your random Hannah's Rules for Living tip of the week. Make it fun. And that is what I got for you today. Thank you again for listening. And I'll talk to you next week.